from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Secure our territory. Secure our turf. Because it's all our turf. Well, elite Kenny and the Bucks, listen. This that undisputed, yeah, we here to shock the system. This a war zone going down on Wednesday nights. This a fight, this is NXT vs. Dynamite. Weekly battles, ratings shattered, this a revolution. This is change to what the game is used to doing. This is all about that dark and light contrast. Welcome to the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. This is the Fight for Wednesday night. Before we get into the show tonight, I want to thank all our fans for subscribing all over the world. Thank you for following on Instagram at the Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Thank you for following on Wrestling Headquarters. And definitely, thank you for checking out this podcast everywhere it's available. We appreciate your support. So before we get into the show tonight, I want to say that I checked out NXT's War Games show on Sunday, and it was one hell of an event. Top to bottom, really enjoyed that show. I want to give a couple notes about that and a couple notes about NXT tonight before I get into AEW. I really enjoyed the main event. I think that the Undisputed Era versus Pat McAfee and his team of uh, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, and Pete Dunne was absolutely phenomenal. I also thoroughly enjoyed the females' uh, War Games match as well. I thought that I, I was not a big fan of the three-way for the North American champion. I really, really liked Timothy Thatcher versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa. But yeah, I, I, I don't know where the the Undisputed Era goes from here. I was thinking maybe they lose, break up, or go up to the main roster. I was thinking maybe we see a double turn in the cage. I don't know. But overall, really good show. Kudos to NXT. That main event, in my eyes, was a 4.5 out of 5. The females' War Games match was a 4.5 out of 5. Similar score. I gave the whole show altogether a 4 out of 5. It was a very entertaining, phenomenal takeover. And I NXT always delivers when it comes to these takeover events. So, big shout-out to NXT. Tonight on NXT, we had the return of Karrion Cross. He is back. He's back from injury. I thought when we saw the vignette of him... 
in his return on NXT War Games, I thought that it was going to be something that has played out for a little while before we, we see him actually return here live on NXT. And we actually got his return tonight, which was very, very interesting. It also looks like we're going to be getting a three-way between Pete Dunne, Finn Balor, and Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT world title, which was really cool. We got to see tonight Tommaso Ciampa versus Cameron Grimes. That was a pretty good matchup. Tommaso Ciampa looks like money. NXT, my overall thoughts on NXT tonight was it was a good show. It, I, I feel like now that AEW's taking that next step of trying to bring in the casual fans with the additions of Shaq, the additions of Sting. Uh, we, we got told tonight that Snoop Dogg is going to be on the show in a couple weeks. I think that now that we see NXT trying to have that crossover, I mean, well, AEW trying to have that crossover, NXT just looks like it's not, you know, moving in. It's not evolving. That's what I'm trying to say. NXT still looks like the same show it looked like from the moment it started. And I think that that's, you know, it's kind of worrisome. Because if AEW does connect with these casual fans by bringing in these top names, they could really run away with this race here. But I guess time will tell. Let's talk about AEW. AEW Dynamite. We start off the show tonight with the AEW Tag Team Championship match. The Young Bucks versus TH2. This was a crazy, crazy spot fest. A lot of insane action. I I liked it, but it was, in my opinion, your typical Young Bucks match. You don't really get to see much differences between Young Bucks matches. They're still building on this feud with them and the Acclaimed. They got into a little thing in the middle of the match where the Young Bucks, I think it was Matt Jackson powerbombed Jack Evans into the Acclaimed when they were sitting outside in the uh, crowd. Also, after the Young Bucks picked up the victory, the Acclaimed went to go make the attack, but SCU makes the save. So it looks like we're going to be getting SCU versus the Acclaimed. We got a really awesome Darby Allen package where he's like talking to his like therapist and he's looking at these uh what I don't even know what you call those those like abstract pictures that they tell you to say the first thing that comes to mind and every picture resembled someone from team Taz so that was pretty cool really like that one Cody Rose comes out Cody is in the ring with Tony Schiavone and Arn Anderson it looks like he's about to cut a promo but then the lights go out and Sting comes out and here is the big Sting Speak segment because I, I thought we were going to have to wait till later on in the night, but instead we get it right now. Sting is out. He tells Cody that, well, Cody thanks him for making the save last week, and but then he wants to know why is he here. Sting says the one thing about Sting is nothing is for sure. The, the classic line, the only thing that's for sure is nothing's for sure. And then he said that he's not here for Cody. He said he's he alluded to the point that he's here for Darby Allen. And then he told Cody, see you around, kid, which was a very, I guess, disrespectful nod to Cody. But really interesting. I think it accomplished a lot right there. It showed that Sting is here for some reason for Darby, 
Sting is not here for Cody, but it did not answer what Sting's role is going to be. So I think that it leaves you on your seat wanting more, which is really cool. I think that the segment did pretty well. We got a really good tag team match between the Varsity Blondes and FTR. FTR pick up the victory here. They then get into a little bit of a scuffle with the Jurassic Express. So I think that that's going to be coming up going forward. That feud, pretty good matchup. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hangman Page, he's cutting a promo backstage. He's looking for partners for next week as he goes against Private Party and Matt Hardy. And uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds from The Dark Order, they pop up in the bar and they want to be his tag team partner. We've been seeing The Dark Order have Hangman's back on being the elite. It looks like uh, The Dark Order wants to have hangman joined them hangman is kind of thinking about it it seems so it's gonna be interesting to see but hangman does agree he will be teaming up with alex reynolds and john silver next week we got a pretty much nothing match between uh dustin rhodes and 10 from the dark order um i remember when Brody lee first said that 10 was coming he's gonna be his heavy hitter he was supposed to be like the muscle of the dark order this was a quick squash match i, I expected a little bit more but it just led to Evil Uno coming out and wanting to have Dar- uh, Dustin Rhodes join the Dark Order as well. So, they're trying to recruit a lot of people here. It doesn't happen, though. Dustin smacks Evil Uno in the face. Evil Uno calls off the troops from attacking him and says that when he sees the light, you're going to be begging to join. Very interesting stuff here. After this, we got to sit down with Shaquille O'Neal and Brandy Rhodes. Shaquille O'Neal apologizes for Jade's uh, actions, but then, oh, and Brandy Rhodes, she she accepts the apology, but before she could walk off, Shaq says that while she's injured, she should watch some Jade and learn a thing or two, and Brandy took this very disrespectfully, 
she uh, called him an asshole and threw a cup of water in his face, and Shaq looked shocked. So it looks like Shaq is going to have some more, I guess, a bigger role than just this one-off appearance to apologize for Jade. He actually might wrestle. I think we will be getting Jade and Shaq versus Cody and Brandy at one point. But always cool to see a big star like Shaquille O'Neal on the show because, you know, that's what you want. You want that crossover appeal. And then when you have someone who's signed to TNT and has the star appeal of a Shaquille O'Neal, I mean, why not use it? Just like they're going to be using Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is signed to TNT for the big that uh, the big show, whatever the hell it's called. The, the sh- new show with Cody, that talent show with Cody and uh, Snoop. So anytime that you can bring over that crossover appeal, I think that it's a, a positive. We get the inner circle. They uh, come out for the, I guess they address whether they're all going to work together or not. MJF says that he definitely wants to work things out. He wants to be in the inner circle. Ortiz even says that he's starting to like grow on him. The only one who doesn't want this is Sammy Guevara now. Sammy Guevara gets in MJF's face. He gets in Jericho's face. He said that he's not for this. If one thing happens, if one more thing happens, then he's going to quit the inner circle. So it looks like we're going to be getting a Sammy Guevara versus MJF feud down the line, which these are two of the top young guys in AEW, and I think that that will be a phenomenal feud. I am very excited to see where this is going, and I think that this segment really shows that stars are being born out of the inner circle. I think that Sammy Guevara is going to be a big breakout name in the inner circle, and that this is a very, very entertaining storyline so far, and I just love every week of it, so... Keep it coming. Like, I can't wait to see where this goes. After this, we get the six-man tag match. It's Eddie Kingston, Butcher, and the Blade versus the Lucha Bros and Lance Archer. Uh, The match starts with a big brawl. They all brawl on the outside. Before things could get really started, though, um, the Butcher, he puts Pentagon Jr. through the table with a big, big suplex. After this, he's injured. He's taken out. It becomes virtually a two-on-three match. Uh, Lance Archer and Phoenix versus Butcher, Blade, and Eddie Kingston. As much as they tried to fight them off, the odds were just against them. The Butcher and Blade and Kingston pick up the victory here. They continue to brawl afterwards. This was a okay match. I, I didn't get the point of the angle here with uh, Pentagon. Why not just have the six-man matchup or what I thought was going to happen was when Pentagon got injured I thought that Pack was going to come out and make the save and even the odds but that never happened either we we haven't seen Pack in like two weeks so I don't I don't know what's up with Pack. I don't know why they decided to take out Pentagon Jr. on the match it was just a little strange but yeah good victory for Butcher Blade and Kingston we got Red Velvet who is Brandy Rhodes is protege. She's getting jumped by Nyla Rose, Jade, and Vicky Guerrero. It looks like Serena Deeb and Big Swole is going to join this because they try to make the save. And then they're attacked by Ivelisse and Diamante. So Vicky Guerrero now has Jade, Nyla Rose, Ivelisse, Diamante. Building up a pretty big squad there. Shaq is going to be somehow involved in all this. <sighs> this was nothing for me, I guess. I really didn't care about this. We got a females match between Abaddon and Tesha Price. Abaddon, who is this very unique zombie-like character spitting out blood. 
kind of reminds me of The Fiend, kind of reminds me of Sue Young on Impact Wrestling, which we will get to last night's Impact Wrestling in a couple minutes. But, yeah, I, um, I thought this was okay. I thought it was okay for what it was. Afterwards, Abaddon, she tries to continue the attack until Hikaru Shida comes out with her kendo stick. She hits Abaddon in the face. Abaddon gets right back up. And Shida is kind of like scared off by Abaddon. I, I don't know. I just think that having your world champion scared of this girl because she spits out blood and has crazy face pain. It's a little stupid, but whatever. Kenny Omega and Don Callis show up in a helicopter. This for me was the highlight of the night. They show up in a helicopter, very Ric Flair style. They come to the ring. Don Callis cuts a hell of a promo, spitting the fire. Kenny Omega back in his real cleaner, snarky, smartass uh, role here was just perfect. They teased a big, big announcement, but they're not going to tell us quite yet. They keep on teasing it. They teased it last night on Impact. They teased it tonight on AEW. But really, really great segment here. I, I love the pairing. Kenny Omega is not the best promo, but having a great promo guy like Don Callis there on your side really adds to it. And I think that it is great to see Kenny Omega go full-fledged heel, full-fledged cleaner now in AEW as the world champion. I'm extremely excited. And every time Kenny Omega and Don Callis is on the TV, it is must-watch TV right now. So that's really good. The main event of the night, we got Orange Cassidy coming out with the best friends versus MJF and the Inner Circle for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. This was a really, really good main event. Very good back and forth between these two. Two of the big breakout stars of AEW this year. They really tore it up and had great chemistry. And the future is very bright for AEW. I love this matchup. I thought that was a great main event. There was a big brawl between the Inner Circle and a bunch of babyface wrestlers. And while the referee was distracted, Miro comes out from the back and he levels Orange Cassidy. So that is going to lead to a continuation of the best friends versus Miro and Kip Sabian. But after this, MJF pins Orange Cassidy off of the big clothesline by Miro. And then security comes out to break up a big brawl. And Miro's just destroying security, throwing them off the stage, clotheslining them, flinging them all around. And the show goes off air with Miro looking like an absolute monster. This is two weeks in a row where Miro looked like a beast, and I am all for it. I loved it. This was a really good AEW Dynamite. And I really enjoyed it. I did not think it was as good as last week. Last week was a freaking amazing pay-per-view style show. And probably the best show AEW put on since joining TNT. So, rarely hard to beat that. But, a really good Dynamite. I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Because I was invested on most of the show. Really good show. AEW picks up the victory tonight for the fight for Wednesday night. I just want to briefly get into Impact last night. I thought that the stuff that Impact did with Kenny Omega and Don Callis was very, very well done. I really enjoyed it. I love the fact that Impact is going to be getting more shine and that this probably brought a lot more eyes to Impact. Congratulations for them being number one on uh, trending on Twitter during a freaking NFL football game that they were up against. That th These are the things that are going to really help build Impact. I love the interaction with the... Security guard and Rich Swan saying the champion blocked this area off and Rich Swan getting pissed off. 
I think that we could possibly see Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan, champion versus champion down the line. That would be freaking amazing. Really, really cool stuff going on right now. I think that the wrestling world is very, very healthy because of partnerships like this, and I am thoroughly excited. So there will be more to come. Make sure you tune in every single week to hear all the news, all the latest action, and make sure you tune in every single day for your wrestling nostalgia as we go down the timeline for the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Have a good night, y'all. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 